look forward to retirement and avoid the pitfalls. Keep listening for ways to maximize your retirement income. More Than Money with the Popowich Carmelli Advisory Group, CIBC Woodgundy, on News Talk 770. Welcome back. You're listening to 770 CHQR and More Than Money. People move from provinces to provinces. People are looking at retirement and they're trying to focus on what, where their destination of choice will be uh, when they retire. And people are moving for, for their jobs as well. And some, something that we forget sometimes is that the, the, the healthcare systems that we have in Canada are provincially based. It's not a national healthcare system. So there are some nuances or concerns that you should have as you move from one province to another. And so we need to have that discussion about an understanding about what could happen. And so we wanted to bring in Paul Taylor. He's a patient navigation advisor at Sunnybrook Health Sciences Center. Paul, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Okay, so how do you change your health care if you decide to move from one province to another? So, as you mentioned, there, each province has its own health care system. So when you move to a province, you have to get a health care card in that particular province. Um, provinces have different services. So they've set up a system to prevent people from basically... Uh, basically shot, uh, doing medical tourism within Canada. For example, if, for example, there's a longer wait list for maybe hip surgeries in one province, people could simply walk across the border and get the hip surgery there, you yeah. know, in another province versus there. So to prevent that from happening, you have to basically be in a province for three months before you can get your provincial health card. Um, in the interim period of time, your former province will cover medically necessary procedures by doctors. And say, for example, you have to go to the emergency department. They'll cover that. But they don't cover a lot of the extras. They don't cover things like, you know, home care if you might need that, um, a drug plan uh, if you're on a provincial benefit plan that gives you um, drugs. So it's really just the basic medical stuff. Uh, and so many problems will actually recommend that you buy insurance in this in transition period of time. But it does, it can lead to really difficult problems for people. Um, for example, say I live in one province and, uh, and maybe I'm working and I develop cancer and I have terminal cancer, I want to go back home to my home province to die essentially. Well, you have to wait, you still have to actually wait three months before you can get palliative care, hospice care, like home care. And there was an issue recently in the province of Ontario where a patient had died um, in, this, in these kind of circumstances. They were, uh, and so it became an issue. And the provincial government has recently changed the, this situation, just in Ontario, where you don't have to wait three full months to begin to get palliative care. So they've changed the legislation just recently, but, it's not, but it, it's not like that in other provinces. So these are some of the problems that can actually happen uh, when you move from one province to another. So Paul, that was for palliative care. So Ontario's only changed that piece. They haven't changed the three-month rule for all, all services, correct? That's correct. Absolutely correct. It's under, certain people have to qualify to be able to get that exemption, so to speak. Okay, let's go back to your hip surgery uh, piece because that's a very popular 
uh, topic or even knee surgery here in Alberta. Um, they, uh, there are many people who come to me and say, I have to wait way too long. Uh, but the province next door, Saskatchewan has a, has an, an immediate opening. There's concerns about that same problem. You have to wait the three months before you get that. There's no coverage for that. Is there? Uh, yeah, no, you would, you would have to wait. And the challenge is whether or not you actually, if you're, if there's a wait list in the province that you, uh, you know, um, if you, yeah, yeah, you're sorry. Yes, you're completely right. You can't immediately go across the border and and get in line for another province. It just it, they just won't permit you to do that. And you can actually understand provinces are trying to protect, uh, you know, their budgets, and they don't necessarily want people coming in from another province if they are offering better benefits than another province. Are there are there particular services that will be more affected than others? When you go from province to province, and you can give us examples of certain provinces that services are going to be restricted or or affected more. Well, one thing you have to think of is actually if you're on prescription drugs, and say for example your province covers the drugs, so on certain drugs you can get a three month supply, and so before you move, you load up on your three month supply. Now, there are certain drugs where they don't allow you to do that, certain narcotic medications you can't, you yeah. know, take, they won't give them under a certain you know, period of time. So you have to think about your, your, um, your drug plan. Um, and even if you don't have a uh, drug plan, say you're as an individual, you have to find another pro- uh, province to uh, a, a, a pharmacy in the, your coming province, in your new home province, to transfer your uh, your prescriptions do. Yeah. So these are the kind of things that you kind of have to think about, and you have to think about before you actually make the move. Uh, is there a way somebody can go online and see what services are covered and what are not? Because let's say you're in one province and your health care, your, um, let's say here in Alberta, your Alberta health care card covers, insures a certain service. It may not be covered in other provinces. Is there a way we can find out, maybe online or somewhere, of what services are covered? What you would do is go to the website of the Ministry of Health of the province that you're going to. And in certain cases, it will state what's covered and what's not covered. But certain things are, you know, a bit kind of gray areas in terms like, for instance, um, um, uh, you know, like ambulance coverage and stuff like that, you know, whether or not it's going to be covered. So certain things, you may be able to find some information on the website of the province that you're covering. But there's something also that people really need to think about. Even when they're traveling in another province, um, they should be actually getting insurance. Say, for example... And, you know, you have an accident. Maybe you're in an automobile accident. So your, your medical bills in the, in the emergency department will be covered by your home province, uh, you know, more than likely. Um, uh, but say you have to fly home. Say you have to be, you know, like helicoptered home to your new home, home or your old home province. Who's going to pay for that? Mm-hmm. You'll pay for it out of pocket unless you actually have insurance. So even travel within Canada, you need insurance. That's some great advice, you know, Paul. I think there's maybe one or two things that you could leave with our listeners that they should be aware of um, when they go through provinces, either for traveling or for relocation. What are the maybe one or two things that they should be aware of? Make sure that you actually, you may actually need to buy private insurance to augment uh, what you may not get uh, that you, uh, you also need to look about your prescription costs and things like that and moving them beforehand. 
or loading up with your prescriptions if it's all possible. So those are the kind of things you kind of be thinking about. But um, it, the big challenge, though, is actually for seniors and moving seniors mm-hmm. from one province to another. But anyways, that's a, a kind of another matter. No, that 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 is a, a big matter. You're seeing more mobility between provinces of people over the age of 65 than ever before. Um, and so that's a great point. Paul, thank you for joining us today. You're most welcome. Bye-bye. Paul Taylor, he's a patient navigation advisor at Sunnybrook Health Sciences Centre. This is a concern. This is the issue. There's going to be costs coming in. When you are transitioning to or living in retirement, there are things that creep up on you in your in your lifestyle or your expenses that you never thought about. And this is one of them, going from province to province. You're visiting your, your grandchildren or children from a different province, and you're, you're there for a few months. You may not be covered for certain things. So these unexpected or extraordinary expenses to protect the lifestyle you have will come potentially out of pocket. So how do you make sure your income lasts forever? How do you make sure that you have the growth in your portfolio and and minimizing tax and protecting your health care along the way? We're going to discuss that on Tuesday, May 29th. 7 p.m. at the Crowfoot Co-op Wine and Spirits. Now you need to reserve your seats for this session. Give us a call, 966-8400. That's 966-8400. Or you can go online to register at morethanmoneyradio.com. Now, After the break, we'll be hearing about a different type of transfer. Find out if you get hit with a big tax bill by transferring or inheriting a foreign pension. You're listening to 770 CHQR and More Than Money. David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli are portfolio managers and investment advisors with CIBC Woodgundy in Calgary. The views of David Popovich and Faisal Carmeli do not necessarily reflect those of CIBC World Markets, Inc. Clients are advised to seek advice regarding their particular circumstances from their personal tax and legal advisors. If you are currently a CIBC Woodgundy client, please contact your investment advisor. CIBC Woodgundy is a division of CIBC World Markets, Inc., a subsidiary of CIBC and a member of the Canadian Investor Protection Fund and Investment Industry Regulatory Organization of Canada.